Hello and welcome to today's episode of To Be Announced. It is Tuesday, April 3rd. This is episode 4 of To Be Announced. And we're two weeks into this adventure and we're still here to bring you some hot takes. How are you doing today, Jack? Ready to go, ready to rock. Ready to rock and roll. Let's dive into today. We've got a, we've got a full slate of a lot, a lot of baseball came at you this weekend. Uh, a lot of MSU sports action this weekend. Um, big big game on Friday. A uh, little bit of a sad dog episode on Sunday. That's why we're we're a day late in uh, a national championship short. Unfortunately, um, put up a good fight. Valiant run for the dogs. Just couldn't couldn't pull it off at the very end. But still proud of him anyways. We'll get into that in a little bit more in a second. But we're gonna yeah. uh, we're gonna start off with holy crap. We beat UConn. Let's just start at the very beginning of this weekend. We beat UConn. We ended the 111-game streak. Wow. Yeah, they're my national champion for that. I mean, that's who's going to remember in five years? You know, who's, who's, who was the 26, 2017 uh, women's basketball champ? Um, I think very few people. There's going to be many more people that remember that we beat UConn, snapped the 111-game uh, streak in great fashion in the Final Four. It was a great game. One of the best basketball games I've seen. I, I 100% agree. Uh, my main point is that don't don't forget that when in what was it 1980 something the in the Olympics when the men uh, men's hockey team beat Russia, that was yeah, that was that was actually a, a semifinal game. I feel like not enough people are, are reminded of that. So here I am. People know more about that game than the fact that it was only it wasn't actually for a medal. Yeah, unfortunately, we did not beat Finland like the 1980 U.S. hockey team did. We lost to South Carolina, but I think we were out of gas. It takes, it's got to take a lot out of you to beat that team and to beat another really good team in South Carolina. I just didn't think we had it in us. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a little bit of an extra sting knowing that it was a team that we lost our third game of the season to one of the three teams we lost all year to. It was a little bit of, or what, four teams we lost to. Uh, just a little little bittersweet on top of that. But you know what? Uh, a difference between us and South Carolina is I believe that this program is going to stick around for a while. I think Asia Williams is going to be gone after this year, and they're going to stumble a little bit, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, I hope so. I hope she leaves. She's a beast. Yeah, she really dominated us on uh, Sunday. But you know what? Anyways, uh, congratulations to the 2017 Mississippi State women's basketball team. It's further than we've ever gotten before, and I hope to see you again next year. Um, in other news, happy opening day, Jack. Yeah, I know. This is my favorite day of the year always. I didn't count Sunday as opening day where we had three games, and the opening game of the season was inside at Tropicana Field, the worst stadium in all of Major League Baseball, and I had to watch a pathetic Rays-Yankees game. That wasn't my opening day, not in my America. Um, the opening night game, that was good. The Cubs-Cardinals, that got me into it. And today was action-packed. Loved it. Loved every second of it. Big day of baseball today. Yeah, I, I don't really count it as uh, opening day until you have a couple hundred thousand people skipping their jobs during the day to go uh, attend baseball games. That, that's what makes uh, opening day real for me. Uh, big, huge day of ba- uh, baseball. So Red Sox won, so I'm a happy camper. Um, yeah. And the Braves lost, so all is well in my world of baseball. Love it. Love yeah, it the, the Braves, the Braves look 
Braves looked like a little league team today. So at least you guys have the prospects. You guys have a bunch of good 19-year-olds. That'll help you out in like four years, five years. Yeah, shout out to uh, Noah Syndergaard throwing absolute gas at the Braves and watching them just stare at it while they look confused. He's the best pitcher in baseball by far right now. You got to think. The dude throws 100 every pitch. It's incredible. 100. Or 92 on his slider. Uh, I'm jealous of him, to say the least. Um, Let's start off the the season hot. It's uh, day one. The game's one out of 162 being played today. Uh, Who's your World Series champ? Or not just champs. Who you got in the World Series, Jack? So out of the American League, I have – this is tough. I think – I'm not going to go Red Sox. They're the favorites. I don't want to go all chalk. I'll go – I'll go – Let's go Rangers. Rangers. I'll go Rangers. Okay, yeah, that's an interesting. See, uh, okay, so who are the Rangers going to play? Rangers are going to play the Cubs again. The like, Cubs are oh, going to win again. Oh, get me, get out of here, get out of here. Uh, hey, last time the Cubs won the World Series, they won it twice in a row. So it, to keep with tradition, they have to win two in a row, and then they'll continue losing for 108 years. Yeah, but they have Theo Epstein. You, you so. had the, the juju of uh, 108 working for you last year, so I guess you got to keep following with uh, the tradition. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Red Sox-Mets in the World Series. Oh, no shot the Mets. I'm calling it Dark Horse. Dark Horse? They got too many. They, they rely too heavily on their pitching. They have four guys that throw gas, but they could all get Tommy John surgery in a week's span. So that's well, it's so scary to be it, a Mets fan. Well, it's it's a good thing that only happens to Mississippi State, and uh, I think Terry Collins is, is a great guy. I, want, I love seeing him be successful. So those are the two two I want to see. But we'll see where we are at in approximately five months in time. So we'll we'll check back in. We're gonna write these things down. We're gonna check back in lately and later, and you guys can make fun of us for how wrong we are. Uh, let's dive into some uh, SEC baseball. Uh, this is week three of uh, SEC play. Uh, things heating up a little bit. We got some teams that we thought were going to be contenders or turned out are pretenders. And we have the contenders that we thought were going to struggle this year rising back to the top like they do every year. And I'm kind of tired of it. Shout out South Carolina. Um, yeah. So, starting off with the best news of the week, uh, Dogs swept Ole Miss, and we have a seven-game wave riding into this massive week of baseball for the Dogs. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest week of the year, not only because of Super Bulldog weekend, which is my favorite weekend of the year. I'm going to be in Starkville this weekend. I can't, cannot wait. Huge. But uh, we're, we're playing Kentucky. It's going to be great. Kentucky's ranked, what, number 10? Yep. Number 11? 10. And in the USA Today or slash Baseball America poll, that for anyone mm-hmm. who's ever curious, that's what we use. Yeah, that's yeah, that's our poll. Uh, it's gonna there's gonna be a ton of runs scored this weekend. Uh, Kentucky as a team is batting three twenty with twenty seven home runs, and we are batting two ninety eight with twenty seven home runs as well. So, and we can't really pitch the ball too well in my mind, and you know Kentucky. Does an okay job, so I think I'm honestly there's going to be double digit runs scored every single game of this weekend, even on Friday night. Well, personally, uh, as someone who is going to be attending all three baseball games, I hope they're all riveting and exciting, and end up with big fat Mississippi State W's. Mm-hmm. They're going to be exciting. Yeah. I, I think two of them, maybe two of them, will be Mississippi State wins. 
hoping for two. A sweep would be almost improbable, I'd say. I, I, I don't know if we can measure the magnitude of a sweep against Kentucky this weekend. That I would lose my mind. That yeah. we, we would be riding high into the uh, right about the midpoint of the SEC season. I, t- I will say that. Um, yeah. So, uh, but back to this weekend, absolutely huge weekend in, at Oxford. Not really any of those games outside of uh, the game Friday no- or Thursday night. All of them felt like they were pretty secure wins. Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't feel good uh, Saturday night, to be honest with you. Uh, if we're all in the trust tree. <laughs> um, yeah, Saturday was a roller coaster ride as well. But uh, yeah, Thursday, Pilkington didn't look great, but he got the job done, I guess. Uh, he kept the ball up in the zone. Not really what you want to do. Uh, thank God the wind was blowing in at Swayze Field, because if it was blowing out at all, uh, Pilkington would have given up at least three home runs. So, but you know, sometimes you need a little bit of luck. We had God playing for us on Thursday night, so got the win. Uh, crazy seventh inning, a seventh inning that we also got lucky in, where uh, Alexander had that double where he just completely hurdled first base. Yep. He completely uh, forgot to step on it. That happens. Absolutely dumbfounded by that. Yeah, that happens when you're four or five years old, so I guess that happens when you're like 19, 18, 20 years old. Um, but that was huge. I mean, Cole Gordon came in, shut it down. Riley Self had a huge weekend. Spencer Price... Big balls on Spencer Price, three huge saves. That was, it was an entertaining-ass weekend. Yeah, Spencer Price had a uh, quite the weekend on the saves front, uh, making me feel much better about our bullpen and our late-game chances because that's where we struggled heavily for the first half of the season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, got, got, me feeling, to... got me feeling good this weekend with three, three big wins uh, at Ole Miss, rolling into a, a five-game, uh, seven-game, seven-game, uh, I can't speak. Seven days, five games. Going to be a marathon for Mississippi State coming up this this year week. Yeah, we uh, rains in the forecast for Starkville. I hear on Wednesday, and as much as we like to watch baseball and see Mississippi State win, I would personally be rooting for a rain out on Wednesday because we're going to need. Um, it's going to be all hands on deck against Kentucky. So Tuesday we should get the win against FIU, and Wednesday. Uh, let's hope it pours like hell, and let's just go in th- th- go into Friday healthy. We absolutely need to save as many arms as we possibly can this week. We are not in a position where we can just be throwing guys around. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, uh, we'll be we'll be keeping an eye on the Wednesday game for sure. But Tuesday is definitely going to happen. It's going to be bright sunny. I'll be there out there tomorrow. Um, but we need a need a win against FIU. Need need all the wins we can really. But. Uh, Mm-hmm. We, interrupting this momentum going into uh, Super Bowl weekend wouldn't be optimal, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And, and around the league, uh, we've got Texas A&M taking two from LSU. Uh, quite the series for uh, A&M, I would say. Yeah, Walker Walker Pennington coming up huge in the top of the ninth. That was a great game. I watched all of it. Uh, Kim Mulkey was there, for those of you that didn't uh, know. She's Kramer Robertson's mother or something like that i'm not sure i didn't i didn't hear enough i don't think the espn announcers explained it well uh i i think she, i think he lived inside her for nine months but uh don't don't quote me on that yeah um uh lsu taking uh, a little fall in the rankings because of uh their little upset uh by a&m going from number eight to down to 13 a lot of sec teams not in the exactly the top 10 
but hanging around about the 10 to 16 area. A lot of teams ready to break through that little barrier, but it seems like this is going to be just like football season where everybody beats the crap out of each other and no one really rises to the top. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. It's just going to be surprise weekend after surprise weekend. LSU losing two out of three at home was a surprise this weekend. And I guess Mississippi State taking all three from Ole Miss was also a surprise from some for some people. Not me, really. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, Texas A&M has gotten a lot better as the season goes on. They're kind of like Mississippi State, um, super inexperienced on the mound uh, with some bats that can excite. So, I'll, uh, it's going to be fun when we play them. I can't wait for that one. Yeah, um, it, next series we've got Georgia taking two from Tennessee. Tennessee kind of struggling as of recently, ever since starting off their SEC season hot. Yeah, it was uh, it's not good down there in Knoxville. Serrano's gonna turn it around. They're a really good team. Uh, they're I'm, when I say that we're young, it's kind of relative because we have some guys with experience. But uh, Tennessee, I think, has like five freshmen in their starting lineup. So it's it's going to be a rough season for Tennessee. Um, they're going to be kind of like Kentucky, I guess, in a year or two, where it's kind of like they just spring up. They're young for now, but yeah, it'll be something to watch in the future with Tennessee baseball. They got a good coach. A little bit of a roller coaster ride for uh, them, I would say. Um, they are ever since uh, coming out hot in the season, sweeping their first series. They're now one in five in SEC play since that first weekend. So things taken a not. Very good turn for the uh, for the Vols. Uh, Kentucky, they won two this week versus Vanderbilt in pretty much a very dominating fashion, really not struggling against any SEC teams this year, except for made little exceptions here and there. But that's that's what happens in baseball. You lose random games for no freaking reason. Yeah. Kentucky's good. I'm, I'm pretty scared for this weekend. They got uh, – Kentucky plays Louisville, actually, tomorrow. That'll be a good uh, site. Louisville's – Louisville's legit, man. Louisville's really, really good. Louisville could win it all this year very easily. Uh, Oregon State, too. But Kentucky, they can hit. They they hit the hell out of the ball, man. It's yeah. crazy. Let's hope for uh, uh, maybe a heat check for Kentucky and going up to Louisville this weekend. It, it, would, mm-hmm. be, it would be nice for, for us, I would say. Keep them yeah. off their little steamrolling streak. They need to smack them around. Yeah, I'm I'm not feeling confident, but I feel good about this week. Not confident though. Feel good though. Not not like uh, yeah. Super Bulldog weekends past. Well, not last season. Really, uh, 14 was was the worst. Coming out and getting swept against A uh, and M. That was one of the least ideal. I think that was one of the least favorite Super Bulldog weekends I can remember as of recent. Yeah, last year was rough. It was definitely rough. Well, not last year. We we didn't lose any series last year. Fourteen. No, we we got swept by Texas A and M. Oh, so that's what year. I'm thinking. Okay, yeah. Okay, so four. yeah, because fourteen was Ole Miss. You're right. Oh, both of them were bad. Just kidding. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, that was uh, bad radio. Sorry. Um, Slip up. <laughs> we'll work on that in uh, post production. Uh, Auburn uh, winning a, a big series for them uh, at South Carolina. The Auburn really looking like they can uh, be some contenders this year. Yeah, didn't even have their ace pitch and won two out of three against South Carolina, who I thought was going to win the East. But I, I mean, Auburn, Auburn put themselves in good position right now, where they're gonna they're gonna make some noise in the West. If um, they they could honestly win the conference, that that might be a surprise uh, of the season to me. 
Um, yeah, they're up to number 11 in the rankings and not looking like they're going to go anywhere anytime soon. So, Mm-mm. scared to see them come here in a couple weeks or go there. Once again, don't know the future schedule. I only know things one one episode in advance. is usually about how things go, people. Just letting you know. And <laughs> um, other less interesting news, uh, Arkansas won two out of three at Alabama. Uh, they're staying hot, rolling through the season. Uh, we got them out of the way early, glad too, because they're a very good baseball team. Uh, Mizzou, yeah. I'm I'm done with Mizzou this season. They got swept by Florida. I thought they were going to be good this season. They're not. That's that's on me. I'm sorry for getting everyone's hopes up on thinking they were going to be a hammering baseball team. They're not. They're, they're fake. Bunch of pretenders yeah. out there in Columbia. Might be a tournament team still, but they just their hitting has gotten so bad. I mean, Florida's got great arms and had – uh, pitched three amazing games, but you can only do so much when I'm, all three of those games were decide, decided by one run. So I don't know. Missouri could be Missouri still could surprise some people. This is a year of surprises in SEC baseball, I guess. That's true, but uh, um, wouldn't put the money on them. I would not do that. Uh, no, I wouldn't. Previewing uh, our midweeks uh, this week and week four of SEC play, or I guess the midweeks usually aren't SEC play. Um, this is week four of the SEC season. Uh, you got State, uh, as we said earlier, taking on uh, FIU twice this week. Uh, Ashcraft, we found out earlier today, Ashcraft is going on Tuesday. So that is about what we expected, I would say. Um, no, yeah. Not really a surprise there. Uh, the, the question mark now is who goes on a potential Wednesday game that we hope doesn't happen. Yeah, I, I hope Ashcraft can pitch deep into this game. Hopefully go six or seven. That would be huge. I would love that. Um, he's definitely got the arm for it. FIU's not great. I mean, the dude touches 97. He's one of the most exciting pitchers we have on staff. Only a freshman. So I'm really encouraged going out to the ballpark because he'll, he'll light up a radar gun. Yeah, uh, looking forward to it. For uh, Looking forward to this week of baseball, honestly. I, as much baseball to do as I can get in one week is, is mm-hmm. always the best interest to me. Um, but nothing on Wednesday. Yeah, well, it's very true. For the best interest of our baseball team and not me, uh, we need no game mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Um, and other big midweek games, we have uh, Kentucky taking the trip to Louisville, as we said. Uh, should be hopefully a heat check for uh, Kentucky because that's a Louisville is number two in the nation, and they look yeah. scary. Louisville is the most talented team in the country right now. Um, they were the most talented team in the country last year too uh they got upset in the super regionals at their place but their coach is incredible i think he's the highest paid coach in college baseball wow which he he earns every bit of it because they've only lost three games this year um they're batting 310 as a team louisville and they're giving up 2.31 era they're they're really good. I think they're gonna beat they're gonna beat Kentucky, and they're probably gonna beat every other team that they play the rest of the year. They're they got a lot of talent. Yeah, those those sound like optimal numbers to me. Those, <laughs> those, those sound nice. Um, yeah. Another uh, another big game doesn't sound like a big game off uh, off the title. It's not the sexiest matchup, but it's, uh, Texas A and M hosting Dallas Baptist. Um, Dallas Baptist is one of those small Texas schools that is really, really good at baseball. Something about those small Texas schools, man. I love them all. It's like small Florida schools. It's all the same. Just a baseball-rich state. It's true. 
it always surprises me how uh, in almost every sport, well, baseball a little bit more so, well, football exclusively not, uh, base, basketball's time to time, but baseball really, it has nothing to do with what kind of school you are. Anybody can have a good baseball team, and it's almost always random. Yeah, yeah, Dallas Baptist one of the better mid-majors out there, always getting into the SEC, or in the uh, NCAA tournament, so... It'll be a good game. I think they're going to beat Texas A&M because Texas A&M doesn't really have the arms to go toe-to-toe with people midweek games. But uh, it'll be interesting for, for sure. I think it's going to be low scoring. Uh, happening here in the uh, motherland here in Mississippi, we have a uh, neutral site game in Pearl this week between Southern and Ole Miss. Uh, hopefully Southern just thumps Ole Miss because Ole Miss is trash. And Southern's up to number 20 in the rankings, and they beat us. So hopefully they beat them. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got, too. <laughs> I, Southern is really good. Um, their ranking proves it now uh, for people thinking that we could, because we lost a midweek game to Southern Miss, our season was over. You guys look pretty ridiculous now. But uh, I think they're really going to beat Ole Miss. Ole Miss is going to struggle, struggle, struggle. They cannot hit the ball worth a shit. Yeah, uh, so hopefully we get uh, Southern coming up with a win in Pearl. Uh, we have Georgia, and this is not good for Georgia, but they are taking a death uh, death trip up to Clemson where I'm sure they are going to get thumped. So I'm sorry, Georgia fans, but uh, don't be expecting much out of Tuesday. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that about is the, the creme de la creme of a busy week of uh, midweek games. A lot of usual worthless games that we're not going to spend time talking about unless something crazy happens about them, and then you'll have to tune in on Thursday to hear about all that when we recap it after it's already happened. So that's why mm-hmm. you got to come back. We always always got to give them a reason to come back, Jack, always. Get them on the hook. We uh, It's been a uh, episode or two since we've done our SEC stats review. Um, these are uh, We're going to check in, see who's leading various statistical categories around the SEC, uh, we're going to see where they go from here and maybe talk some trash, maybe say some good things about some people. Um, we're definitely going to play a new game that I, we've come up with called How Many Categories Is Brent Rooker Leading? Because it's it's a solid amount. Right now, he is outright with two. Should have about five, though, because he's tied in three more. Uh, the my, the He's tied for first in doubles, total bases, and triples, I believe. So... He's outright in batting average at a 429 average and 14 RBIs. Those are really good numbers. Those are really, really good numbers. I'm happy with those numbers. Keep up the good work, Brent. Four, 429 is is astounding to me. That's that's like what Jake Mangum was doing last year, but Jake Mangum just doesn't have the pop that Brent has and – I mean, Brent, Brent's putting on a show. This is a, one of the best seasons by any Mississippi State hitter of all time, really. I mean, this is Hunter Renfro type numbers. Yeah, he's he's definitely put him up up there with uh, Renfro in thirteen. I haven't checked on their parallels uh, recently, but based on the thirteen season last weekend, they were off by just a number two, a point or two in either direction. So they're right on the mm-hmm. same projection. So if he can carry us quite like Renfro did, I'm excited about the rest of the season. Um, we have in the other stats categories, we have a sad face next to this one. Uh, leading in team batting average is Kentucky at 304. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah, not fun. 
not, not, not fun at all. Not optimal for a team that isn't quite sure with the entire starting or the entire pitching staff outside of maybe four starters. So that's fun. Oh, uh, you put them, you put us at four starters. So that's I, w- I would have put us at like one. So you're you're very very generous with okay. that one. We'll say four starters in that that we have four starters. We're not. We'll there say we the yeah. fact that we <laughs> we just facts we have, only. We have, we have four, four starters. starters. <laughs> we got four. One of them can pitch against SEC teams regularly. Sometimes. <laughs> two are two are serviceable. One solid, and I don't know what the fourth one is. He's yeah. his name is TBA. Hello. Love TBA. <laughs> he, he has a very smooth complexion of uh, dark skin. In <laughs> uh, a very in a very nondescript face. Yeah. Um, leading a team ERA in the SEC, you have uh, South Carolina at two eighty seven. That's it's really good. <laughs> These are all good numbers. You wonder why they're uh, leading the SEC. Sometimes yeah, it's that I mean, it's a miracle that Auburn put up like any runs against them this weekend. They put up five on uh, Sunday. Yeah, that was I mean more impressive because Auburn I don't think has very good bats, so maybe they're coming around, which is even scarier. Auburn as a team coming around, yeah, just generally scares me. Um, leading an individual uh, ERA, you have TJ Sakema. He's from Mizzou. He has a point six mm-hmm. ERA. And yeah, he's their uh, fifteen innings pitched. So that's mm-hmm. he's their closer. He's uh, nasty. Okay. He's going to be drafted pretty high. Yikes! That is that is that's a scary number. If I if we don't play them this season, do we? Uh, we don't. We don't. We don't. Nice. Dodging a bullet there. Um, yeah, I'm pretty confident. You have Cam Shepard from Georgia leading in hits at seventeen. Oh, hats off, Cam Shepard. Just raking them you up don't have there. a good baseball team, Cam Shepard, but you know, good for you. You got to lead the stats in something. Give yeah. yourself a little. It's like uh, a little it's something like, to hang your hat on. Like when Mississippi State sucked bad enough to cover up in West Ray's senior year, you know. Yeah, that's true. Although West Ray didn't help us out a lot that year, if I do say so myself. Okay, well, he had a solid senior year. No one talked about it because we sucked so much. I always felt bad about it. <laughs> Um, leading in home oh. runs, you've got Jaron Kendall from Vanderbilt with five, uh, and Brent Rooker right after in second uh, with four. Uh, just a reminder: these are uh, I know these kind of sounds. This is only through three weeks of SEC play. This doesn't count the non-conference. So just a reminder mm-hmm. to everybody: I know these uh, Rooker. I think actually has nine home runs this year. Yeah, so, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, I think he's second in total home runs. Too. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's at nine. Um, yeah. strikeouts, uh, last week was Pilkington. Uh, he had not as good of a weekend as he did against Tennessee. So he dropped a spot. He's now at second at 25 and you got Alex Lange in, uh, first with 26. That's a lot of strikeouts. Yeah. Lang, Lang throws gas. He's like 96 consistently with a dirty, dirty, dirty curveball. So he's naturally going to get, he's like a big imposing six foot six Guy, he's gonna get a lot of strikeouts. Pilkington's good, no, it's second. I'll take that all day. Yeah, that's that's enticing. I like that. It's good to see Pilkington kind of solidifying himself. He he had a, a 
not the most stable beginning of the season, but he's he's finding his ground, and I'm, I'm happy to see that because we need we need the staple. I like it when we can have that one guy where we hammer the weekend around. We've had one of those the last couple of years, and when we don't, it's very clear. Yeah, if he just throws strikes with a curveball, it'll be a fun season. But if he pitches like he did last weekend, yeah, it could it could be dicey sometimes. He he played uh, life on the line uh, last weekend. So, but that's, that, that's what makes it fun. <laughs> yeah, you, you you don't know you're living until you uh, feel the the pressure. Yeah. But uh, that that wraps up our uh, SEC stats review. Uh, we'll check in next week. Hopefully, uh, we can see Rooker take over a couple more of those statistical categories. Because after last weekend, I think after last weekend, Tennessee just gave us a boost in just about every kind of category. So thanks to the volunteers. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, this, that's what this, happens when you score 14 runs in one game. That's very true. Yeah, this weekend was not quite as productive, but it got us three dubs, and I'm more than ecstatic. Mostly because yeah. Ole Miss continues to fail at, at things, and that's always fun. I like it when Ole Miss yeah. does bad. Bottom line, stats are for nerds. Wins are for athletes and real people. So we're, we're winning in that quarter category as of late, having won seven in a row. So that's all I care about. Yeah, uh, shout out to whoever is running the MSU baseball uh, Twitter page with the dogs in the Twitter name. (laughs) Uh, Really uh, got a kick out of that. I I enjoyed it a lot when the uh, Hawks did it two years ago with their basketball team. But they also had like 17 wins in a row, and that was a little bit more impressive. I thought thought seven was a little little early. I like the idea. Seven's a little – I would have waited until about nine. Get to a nice uh, near double digit number. I would have liked yeah, that exactly. too. Because then push it over to 10. And then seven's just not noticeable enough, you know? Seven's nice. No. You, you won a couple series, but that's not a streak. I don't, well, it is a streak, but it's not, it's not 20 games like, like Mizzou had earlier this year. That was, that's what I would have put in 20 dubs yeah. in a row. Yeah, if we have 20 dubs in a row this year, I'll. Uh... I'll I'll be happy to say the least because oh. we we have only tough games ahead. There's I was really, really hoping you were going to come out with some outlandish proposition. Well, I, I could literally say anything in the world because if we win twenty consecutive games, I'll do anything. You name it, I'll do it. But uh, we're playing all tough series the whole rest of the way. I'm. I think it's going to be a roller coaster. I think twenty straight games would take us into postseason play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. <coughs> so that that was very uh, tight. Yeah. Yeah. Making the postseason, it's always nice. Look at. I'm hoping for another really good postseason. Last year was one of the best baseball seasons of all time. So obviously, you can't hope for a repetition. But super regionals. For those of you, if you've never been to a super regional game, that was two of the most fun baseball games that I've ever watched us lose. Did they really were? I mean, we should have won both games. I could write a paper, thousand page paper on the whole weekend. Um, <coughs> it was. It made me shake. I, you heard me go radio silent for a moment because I just flashed back to seeing uh, Gavin <laughs> Collins uh, hit a ball about a thousand miles per hour at the shortstop and seeing him like stick his glove out and close his eyes and there goes the double play, there goes our chance to take the lead. Yeah, that was a. Fun- God, that's rough. <laughs> oh no, Jack! Don't go down the rabbit hole right now. <laughs> you you awoke a beast. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't I don't want to dig up those dark memories. Although the best part about those two games was uh, our our friend Jeff was uh, watching nearby, and uh, 
Arizona hit a to go ahead uh, home run. And first time I've ever actually been around anybody that threw the ball back on the field after a home run. So that was uh, a, a small milestone in my baseball fandom. Yeah, Jeff displayed a cannon. I'm surprised he didn't get asked to walk on after that one. Yeah, he got he, it back up to the infield. He threw it from uh, deep right field behind the, the even behind the bullpen uh, to almost the right fielder. So it would have been really funny if he had hit somebody. Not as funny for Jeff because he probably would have got kicked out of the game. But I, I would have laughed fairly hard. Maybe not like domed him, but you know, just like hit him in the shoulder. Even that, that yeah. would have been humorous. Give him a nice raise. Yeah. A little uh, watch where you are in my zone, you know. Get out yeah. of here. Um, Get off. Uh, for those of you who aren't actually with Jack and I, because no one's here with Jack and I, <laughs> uh, it is actually currently nine oh nine right now on a Monday night, and we're in the middle of the national championship game. It is six seconds left in the first half. I've been staring at it a little too much while Jack and I have been recording this podcast. That's probably why you've heard a little bit too much silence in some spots. Sorry, I get distracted. I'm only human. Um, but it's 33-32 right now, Gonzaga, North Carolina. Obviously, when you listen to this tomorrow, we're going to know what the final score is right now, but Jack and I are going to take some time to think about what we think of this second half. Uh, Jack, have you watched any of this game so far? I haven't, but uh, this if, if North Carolina wins, it'll be the first time in my life that I will have gotten uh, the tournament winner right. So I'm really hoping That would that- be huge. That, you, that's going to be the proudest moment of my life. You have never guessed a, a correct tournament winner. That's a little surprising. Yeah, I'm 4 I'm that. It's really bad. It's not not my best accomplishment. Uh, my bracket last year was pretty awful, but I did pick uh, Villanova to win for some stupid reason. Well, I think it's because when I was like in middle school, they had their uh, Final Four appearance, and I was picked them for some silly reason, and I was the only one that did it, and I was right, and I won my pool. So I remembered. When I was filling out last year, I was like, oh, when I was in middle school, they won me some money, so I'm going to pick them to go all the way again. And it worked, so. Might as well. Yeah, so what am I shot in the dark that it worked? Uh, so right now we have a 35-32 halftime score. Gonzaga's up. I, I said it once. I've said it a million times. I said Gonzaga was soft. <laughs> I think I'm officially wrong. Gonzaga's not going to win this game. Uh, I, I really don't want them to. I just... And like I like North Carolina. I like the way they play. I like how they throw the ball in really fast and get it down the floor really quickly. I think that's what we do as a basketball team. But I, I don't. I, the only guy I like on that team is the Polish dude on Gonzaga, who looks like he's about forty. Yep, the Polish, he's lived a tough life. The Polish lumberjack looking guy. Yep, he's he's something. I I really enjoy it when you see less than attractive large white guys dominating the inside paint of a basketball game. <laughs> it's a position, it's a guy in a position that you don't often see, but when you do, you got to appreciate him because the guys you got heart. It really speaks to me as a person, just seeing a big man like that go to work down there. Oh, yeah. I love seeing him. It's, it's great. Everybody loves it, especially when he's got uh, fairly unkempt facial hair like he has. Really adds to the overall appearance of holy crap! Why is this guy playing basketball? Yeah, we're going back to dissing facial hair and uh, just hair in general. Last last episode that went swimmingly. <laughs> we're gonna become a, uh, a hair fashion blog uh, podcast for whom the yeah. for whom the fashion tolls. 
That's what we're going to change to. Um, but I'm going to come out on the record right now and say, I think Gonzaga's going to win this game. Uh, I was wrong about them the entire season. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to try to change that right now and amend my ways. And I'm going to say Gonzaga wins this game by four. You've been wrong the entire time, so uh, this is really going to set you in. You were wrong about Gonzaga the whole way, and then right when you get on their train, they're going to show their true colors and just, <laughs> they're going to show uh, me really how soft it for you. Exactly, they're going to prove to me how soft I thought they actually were before these past thirty seconds. So yeah, I'm I'm sticking with UNC, ride, ride or die with my team. Can't wait to uh, have everyone listen to this tomorrow and and see how dumb one of us was because. So one of us is going to be wrong. That's the beauty of sports. Only one winner. Yeah. At least in, that's the way it won it in my America. One winner. No participation trophies. No shot. <laughs> no snowflakes. Get me triggered. <laughs> All right. Um, that wraps up about this week's episode. Uh, make sure you come back for Thursday. Uh, should be an electric one. It'll be uh, Jack and I's first face-to-face podcast. I'm excited, Jack. Are you excited? I'm excited to just be in Starkville. I get, I'm I'm so ready for Thursday, Thursday, Friday. I don't care. Uh, yeah, uh, fly, he's flying in on Thursday, and we're going to record as soon as he gets in here, and then Jack and I are going to uh, then work on burning down Starkville for the rest of the weekend. I'm going to be on a warpath. It's 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 not going to be pretty when I go to leave Starkville. So they might have to kick me out of the town. I'm I'm going to burn a warpath like Sherman's Trail from. It's going to be Sherman's march to the sea, but it's going to be Jack and Evans' march from the district to the dude and back again. We should burn a couch. <laughs> Channel our inner West Virginia and burn as many couches as possible. It's just celebrating. It's just kind of just fun. It's yeah, just it's, it's a joke. It, it's yeah, a joke. It, it's get over it, people. It's ironic. It's funny. Yeah, we're just making fun of West Virginia. We're not. We're not actually burning yeah, a couch. We don't, this we don't, is just we don't actually burn couch. That's the, uh, rednecks and hillbillies do that. No, we're just we're doing it ironically and we're, to be funny. Get over. We it. should burn it. We should burn a chair or a couch though. That would be so much fun. Uh, we <laughs> we'll look into it, Jack. <laughs> All right. Um, but Thursday is going to be a big uh, Super Bowl weekend preview show. We're going to talk a lot about the baseball series coming up. Um, and we're going to preview, we're going to, of course, we're going to review uh, a busy slate of midweeks around the league. Uh, hopefully you have some good things to say about state winning on Tuesday and the game getting rained out on Wednesday. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. we're also going to talk about the spring game on Saturday because uh, Jack and I, we, we, we're dying that we waited this long to start this podcast because we get to wait as long as possible for more football. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, that's where I thrive. My opinions thrive in football season. I'm fact-based to baseball. I'm just strictly heart-based in football. So that's where you really get me and Evan's real c- true colors flying around whenever we start talking about our football program. The hot takes are hottest in the fall, I would say, 100%. <laughs> yeah, September's warm. September's real warm. Because it's it's not just football. It's everything about it. It's clouding your minds. It's, it's the blinding hope. It's... The impending uh, disappointment that's bound to happen, anyways. My grades suffer in the fall because of football season. I'll go on the record and say that right now. Um, yeah, I I didn't make good grades in the fall because of football season. I say I'm actually the opposite way. I get motivated to do better in school during the football season because I'm like, I got to get all my schoolwork out of the way so I can go to the football game this weekend. And then as spring rolls around, I'm like, I have three baseball games I could go to this weekend. Why would I do homework? I could I could see three baseball games on the weekend and then two in the middle of the week. Why would I ever do homework? 
That's where I'm That's at. That's true. But, uh, but yeah, so, me. yeah. So, uh, be sure to uh, check back in on Thursday. Football, baseball, everything maroon and white. We're going to talk about Super Bowl weekend a lot. And Jack and I are going to be face-to-face. And so hopefully we get a little out of hand. So mm-hmm. make sure you check back in on Wednesday. And it's it should be worth your while, I promise. Make sure to follow us on iTunes or subscribe on iTunes to For Whom the Podcast Tolls. Make sure you get our every update. You'll never miss an episode. It'll be a great time. And uh, make sure you follow us on our Twitter page that we made last week. Uh, I'm going to spell it out for you. It's a, it's a lot of words. I think we can get through it together. It's TBA on FWTPT. TB announced on For Whom the Podcast Tolls. Go follow it. You're, you'll get some good content from Jack and I. And maybe you'll get a follow back or even a shout out or some, some other form of flattery on that Twitter goes about it. So uh, that's a goodbye from me on this Monday. Uh, anything else from you, Jack? No, see you Thursday, man. All right, see you guys Thursday, and go Zags.